The Smithfield Murder, a short story from Bowman's Casebook by Richard James, February 1892. Archie Walton hated these February mornings. In all his 11 years, he'd never known hardship like it. As all around him the city slept, he was obliged to eschew his bed and open the trader's stall held by his master at Smithfield Market. On account of a clear night sky, tonight felt especially cold. His eyes stung as he blinked into the freezing air. Already his fingers were numb. As he walked away from the Thames up Old Bailey, he looked around him at the buildings. Newgate Prison stood imperious and forbidding as if in warning. Behind, the dome of St Paul's dared show itself on the skyline. The road narrowed as he approached St Sepulchre's church, and already he could hear the squawking and swearing of the early traders at Smithfield. Archie had been in the church just once. He had filched some apples from a street stall last summer, and found himself on the wrong end of a peeler's wrath. Giving a holler, the constable gave chase, his hobnailed boots skidding on the streets beneath him. Archie was young and fast, and had soon left his pursuer behind on Hosier Street. He took sanctuary amongst St Sepulchre's broad, uncluttered interior and wide supporting pillars. As he took the time to catch his breath, Archie allowed his eyes to wander to the church's coffered ceiling. A series of vaults and arches held the great roof aloft. A pattern of sunken square panels led the eye to the centre of a dome. There, as the light of a summer's day bled through the stained glass, Archie ate his apple. He walked to the chancel and let his hand run across the altar. The wood had felt alive and warm to the touch. As he spat pips to the floor, Archie took a final look around. If the majesty of St Sepulchre's had made any impression at all on his young mind, he didn't show it. His feast concluded, he had simply wiped his mouth on a sleeve, allowed himself a chuckle at the afternoon's events, and made his way out through the transept door. That summer's day seemed a long time ago now. Archie shivered to his core as he made his way around the church onto Snow Hill. The bell chimed twice from its tower, heralding his arrival at the market on his appointed hour. Before him there was a circus of activity. The hustle and bustle seemed quite at odds with the early hour. The grand, vaulted entrance was crammed with carts and drays, each disgorging themselves of their loads into the waiting arms of butchers and traders. Great sides of beef were heaved onto shoulders. Cuts of pork were passed aloft from man to man. Geese, chickens and rarer fowl were slung over arms and carried gracelessly through the iron arches at the market's entrance. Livestock was shepherded in from their carts to be shown at their best in the hope of a sale. Nearing the entrance hall to the ostentatiously named Grand Avenue, the sweet, ripe odour of raw meat and manure pricked at Archie's nostrils. He shouldered his way through the throng, stepping this way and that across a curious dance floor. Each man embraced his load as a partner, waltzing his way to his allotted stall. Cleavers fell and knives struck. The air was rent with the rasp of saw on bone. Cattle that had been driven through the streets of London were herded to their pens. Chickens clucked from their crates and pigs bedded down in their straw. Kicking through the sawdust at his feet, Archie found himself at his stall at last. Blowing on his fingers to restore some feeling, he reached into a pocket for his keys. He'd been entrusted with them by his master. Solomon Hibbert was always late. 
He had held his place in the market for forty years and felt his longevity alone entitled him to certain liberties. Being late for the morning's work was one of them. He had taken Archie on just a year previously. Taking a young lad from a poor house and putting him to work chimed with Hibbert's ideals. Paying him a pittance chimed with them even more. It was Archie's job to open the stall, direct the deliveries and await the arrival of his master. If he was lucky, he'd get a penny for his pains or a sausage to throw on the brazier beneath Hoban viaduct. Archie pulled up the shutter with a clatter. The lamps in the hall barely penetrated the gloom within. Shift your ass, boy. Archie turned to see a thick-set man with a haunch of beef at his shoulder. He rolled a cigarette between his teeth. Or I'll drop this on your head like a ton of bricks. He slammed the carcass on the block in Hibbert's stall, wiping blood from his hands with his apron. Foreman will be round in a minute for payment. Dropping ash to the floor, the man returned to his cart at the market's entrance, ready to shoulder another burden in the name of commerce. Archie rolled his eyes. Stamping his feet against the cold, he turned his attention to the meat on the block. Room would have to be made. Pausing only to light a lamp on the wall, he crept to the back of the stall where it was due to hang. A rail ran the length of the right-hand wall, some eight feet from the ground. It was crammed with sides of pork, haunches of beef and lambs wrapped in muslin cloth, all suspended on hooks and all to be sold in the next three days. Hibbert was overreaching himself again. Bracing himself against the first carcass, Archie leaned against it to give it a hefty push. The meat swung back an inch or two, then came to a stubborn halt on the rail. It had snagged. He pressed his shoulder to the animal, trying again. Still, it stayed resolutely where it hung. Muttering under his breath, Archie grabbed a wooden stool from the counter and dragged it through the sawdust to the rail. If he could make room for the beef on the rail, Hibbert could lift it up on his arrival. Shifting his weight on the stool, Archie stretched up, feeling with his fingers where the snag might be. He felt nothing. Leaning against the side of pork to his left, he felt the blockage was behind it. Giving it a push, he unbalanced himself and fell to the floor. A peal of laughter rang out behind him, and Archie turned to see a passing tradesman with a string of sausages about his neck. Best laugh I've had all morning, he chuckled. As the man passed on about his errand, Archie looked up and behind the side of pork that had defeated him. There, some three feet from the ground, hung a pair of feet. Panicking, Archie grabbed the side of pork and swung it towards the front of the rail. It revealed a spectacle so grisly that the boy was suddenly lost for breath. Looking up beyond the feet, he saw a slick of blood had dried on the unfortunate man's legs. His arms hung limp at his side, his chin resting incongruously on his chest, as though he was simply asleep. Archie's hand went involuntarily to his mouth. There before him, Hung Solomon Hibbert.